everybody. Welcome to the Dads of the Bone podcast, powered by the Dads of Wayne Network, the podcast where three dads get together, talk about dad stuff, and my voice cracked, and <laughs> do it all while eating chocolate chunk cookies from Penn Station, yeah. the greatest cookies in the universe. It's it's tr- this is true. What's, where are they from? Penn Station. Okay. Yeah, Penn, dude. You got one set right in front of you. You haven't opened yet. Rich showed, up, Rich showed up to the recording with, with Penn Station cookies for all of us, and they are so good. Dude, they're insane. It's like Sweet Caroline good? Yeah. Better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better. Better. Yeah. Like Sweetest Caroline good. Mm. So I good. know that's a song. I just don't know the melody. I'm Sweet too, Caroline. I'm too young. Bum, 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 bum. At the weddings, everybody, the oh, band stops. how I know it. Bum, okay, bum. So good. So All good. Right. So good. Good. So, so uh, Friday good. Yeah. So thank God it's Friday. So uh, anyway, my voice is my voice has cracked three times since we started. Is it Friday? No, it's Monday. This comes out on Mondays. Yes, this, yes, it's Monday today. It's Monday to the listener who listens to it on Monday, but... <laughs> happy Monday. Happy Monday. Unless you you're listening case, on Tuesday, then happy Tuesday. If you got a case of the Mondays, don't, because it's actually Friday. Yeah, and if you're listening to <laughs> this us. on Wednesday, happy hump day. I thought that was Thursday. No, hump day no, is Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh. That's Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Thursday Thursday's might be like Thursday. Cool. Yeah. So, to start off today's show... We got some good topics, but we decided to segue into the topics by talking about, uh, from our childhood, our experience, some goals that our parents had for us. Right, guys? Yes. So we're going to go around just real quick, briefly. Uh, Sam, start us off. We're talking about a goal or goals that our parents had for us uh, that maybe we achieved or maybe we didn't and then yeah. just kind of the yeah, results absolutely, of that. Man. So my parents uh, coming up, I grew up uh, here in Detroit, Michigan, and uh, my dad wow. was from a family of 10. He was the oldest boy of 10. Ooh. And so we have, I don't know, I have like 50-something cousins on that side of the family. Like we have a Is huge, that a real number? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm pretty sure my grandpa has like 56 grandkids or something like that. Oh, my god! Yeah, he wears them like a badge of honor. He's whatever. That's cool. But, uh, and he's ran a marathon in like every state and like two or three marathons in other states. It's bananas. But he's crazy. So um, my parents, out of all of these grandkids that we had, uh, none of them... None of them had graduated college. None of my dad's brothers or sisters had graduated college except for my Uncle Craig. And uh, so a big goal for them, you know, the previous generation was told, work with your hands, work hard, you know, that's the way you do it. But then they, none of, not a lot of them went to college, and so it was very important for them to send their kids to college. And so my parents had a really big goal for me to graduate, uh, you know, college. And so I was able to do that and achieve, you know, that goal for them and for myself. And that was like a huge deal in our family. That was a goal that was instilled in us my entire life, and yeah, you know, I think it's a huge deal for anybody. Yeah, it is. It's It's a big accomplishment. It really is. But I would say that was one of the biggest goals that my parents had for me, um, and I was able to achieve it, and it it felt felt pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. What about you, man? Yeah, so I'm in that same boat. So I was like the first of uh, my our families are the same. My mom had like eight brothers and sisters, yeah, and my dad had like uh, five. 
yeah. brothers and sisters. Yeah. So, like, uh, on my mom's side, like, all of them, for the most part, have children. Mm-hmm. So wow. I'd have to count to see, like, how many cousins I actually have yeah. because, like, my cousins have cousins. So yeah, I'd have yeah, to yeah. do, like, the technically you're a second cousin mm-hmm. type situation. Oh, man, but I didn't even think about yeah. that. Twice yeah. removed. Yeah. I was talking first cousins. I got, like, 50-something first cousins. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, it's so not. Y'all have like a small army. I honestly don't even know some of them. Like, I yeah. don't even know their names. I, I know their parents' names. Yeah. But I don't know their names. Well, the funny part is, yeah, when they know you and they remember you, but they remember you from a baby. Yeah. And like, now you're a grown man. Yeah. You're like, ah, <laughs> Yeah. Who? I changed your diaper. You're like, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, you ain't done in the last 20 years. So. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Yeah. No, my parents, uh, I think their goal for me was uh, to go to college and uh, just to see me be self-sufficient. So yeah, um, and uh, really like be a thriving adult. Yeah, be a thriving adult, not living at home, not you know, kind of mm-hmm. still living with them. So um, for them, it was a big deal for me to go. I mean, to make it to a, a Big Ten university and to excel in that environment. You know, oh, you went to the best Big Ten university there is. You, went, I didn't know you went to U of M. Uh, well, <laughs> you said the best, so of course you're not talking about U of M. So <laughs> I was going to say, how do they feel that, that you went to the best college in the state of Michigan? Well, you which know, would be. True. Go ahead. Air it out. Michigan State University. There you baby. go. He's go smiling. He's he smiling. Smile. He, he said it like he was shouting out like a I like know. a like an ex or something. He goes, Michigan State University, baby. You know how he did this little smirk. Listen, man. It's a it's tough times for my alma mater right now, but hey. um, but when I went there, actually, before we even got on the air today, I was telling these guys, I was actually a freshman when we won uh, the basketball national championship in uh, 2000. And shout, out, shout out Mateen Cleaves. Yeah, shout you out. You didn't show up the, for the Pistons, but you were there for state. Yeah, shout out to the uh, Flintstones <laughs> and all those guys. Yeah. And how uh, awesome of a time that was just to be in college. And it was. Like, that was a good time. My parents uh, just were, were very proud of me. My dad was yeah. a plant worker. So, you know, for me going to Michigan State, for me, you know, again, having that opportunity for my family, um, you know, um, my aunts had been um, my mom's sisters. One, actually, she got a full ride to Michigan. She she ran track. But... um, you know, so it, it was just cool for me being the first male. Yeah. So, I mean, to make them proud and to graduate and, like, to move on. And so yeah. that was a big thing. So um, my parents, for me, they were always, I don't know, I would say I was a little go-getter. Yeah. I always was, like, in uh, football, wrestling, student government, did a little theater. So, you did theater? I did. I was a thespian. Oh. Wait a minute. You're a what? That's has that, wait, not, has this not ever the come, other one. I've has this ever come out this. before? No, I've never heard this. Ha- yeah, You've been holding out. I don't even know what a thespian is. What's a thespian? How, 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 how dare, dare you? you? You're say. the guys are the ones saying good thespian. Day. What's a thespian? And it's good it's day a thespian, okay? Thespian. And my voice is the fifth time it's cracked. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thespian, okay? And it's somebody who's just involved in like. Theater, drama, like, you know. Really? The arts. They're called like that. thespians. So thespians, right? I never told you guys. I never told you the story. So Who did, I, you, did you play Annie? Um, <laughs> I auditioned, but I didn't get the role for some strange reason. <laughs> he played Annie. Mr. Banks? Uh, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, Daddy Warbucks. So, so there you actually, go. my senior year, I actually got recruited by a gospel play. Whoa. Come on. And I'm serious. And they wanted me to travel with them. And um, the only caveat was I would have had to miss my high school graduation so you say and no. skip college. 
And at that point, I was already sold yeah, on no. going to Michigan Go State. Go green, yeah. And I was, was it led by like Kirk Franklin? You, you green. No, nah, it, it was it was like one of the like the movies you would saw, like mm-hmm. the black movies where like they're all on the bus and they oh, go around. Okay, okay, and, okay, okay. I mean, it was it was so a like, 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 like Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. So because he, he was doing plays and stuff before movies. Yeah. And what was, if you were supposed to be like the Tyler Perry? What if that was my you? No, nah, I wouldn't have been there. Yeah. It was a leading role. The guy was like, "Yeah, we want you to play this angel." Guy and you know you go around and you're like the, yeah, you the, are angelic. I can see uh, and my voice especially. So, um, but it was like yeah, I man. Had you no gotta, idea you were a thespian. Well, it ended there because oh. <laughs> you know my parents and I we talked about it and I was like, mm, I'm sorry, I don't just see myself. I don't want to do gospel tours right now. Is that bad? So yeah, I could have been like so. Long story short, I could have been a millionaire by now. Could have. But you wanted to go to MSU. Yeah. But you kissed your thespian dreams away. Yep. So Sorry. I was the mask with the sad face. You played <laughs> <mask>. <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, what about you? What about you, Rich? All right. So I feel like a bum because <laughs> you, both, you both said graduating uh, college. Mine's just graduating. I, where, I was going to say, I know where this is going. <laughs> Mine, mine's legit just graduating hey, high school. So I went through, uh, I went through, I was going through like, the hard, like probably the hardest uh, transition period in my life was like the end, uh, like right towards the end of my college career, or college, whoa, <laughs> high school career. Um, it was like 11th and 12th grade was just, were crazy for me because my parents, uh, I've said this before on the, on the episode, so you already know if you've heard those, but if not, my parents were going through a uh, separation, all that kind of stuff. It was really abrupt. It was kind of, I mean, you know, they were kind of getting at each other for a little while. No matter how we, how you dice it, that's tough. Yeah, but and it was, but it was very like there. It, I, it, unless I recall incorrectly, I don't remember there being any like you know. Uh, warning or like real conversation, yeah. like, hey guys, this is what's going to happen. It was just me and my little sister living at home at the time, and I was finishing um, my senior year of high school, and a little bit before that, like my junior year, this kind of stuff was going on, and I got caught up in a lot of the wrong things, this and that, whatever. And so I literally just stopped caring about my grades, stopped caring about school. I was skipping, I was doing stuff. I got arrested at one point, like I was just, I was just being wild, and. Um, I just remember dropping out, becoming part of the conversation. I went to the uh, the school guidance counselor's office, uh, which he should be fired. Uh, but <laughs> I went to I went to his office, and um, he um, uh, he actually told me, like he looked me dead in the face and was like, "Listen, man, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it." Keep it real with you. He didn't say that. He was not a street savvy. He was like, "Let me be honest." But yeah, he was like, "Listen, I'm just gonna tell you the truth, man." He was like. With your GPA, you are going, literally, you're going to have to repeat your senior year, and you're going to have to get nothing, like nothing under a 3.7 GPA all year in order for you to graduate. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know, like, I, real talk, uh, no. I, was, I was not trying anything Listen, that I, I had, it. it was just whatever. And so and I, I had a friend in school, and I felt so bad at him because he, he would cap on himself. And mm-hmm. I, the best joke he ever told, I felt so bad for him because he was like, he's like, my report card says Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was about that, but I think mine just said. F- <laughs> so um, his report card was just farting all the yeah, time. It was like. 
one of those silent but deadly. So, uh, uh, but yeah, so I went home. And I told my mom, I was like, listen, I had a meeting with the guidance counselor. And even, I mean, this guy's done this for years. And he even thinks it's impossible <laughs> for me to do this. Like, maybe I should just drop out, you know, do my GED courses, all that kind of stuff. And my mom was just like, listen, you, you know, we weren't at a good spot in our relationship there. We didn't really, I didn't really like talking to her or sharing stuff with her. I was kind of angry and stuff. And so she was just like, listen, you owe it to yourself, regardless of what I think, what your dad thinks, what anybody thinks, you owe it to yourself to do this. You've, you know, you've come this far. You might as well just stick it out. Give it, give it your best shot. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'll do it lady. So, um, I did it. And, um, man, I don't know, somehow in that, in that summer, that off time, um, something clicked and I just got super motivated and, and I did it. I went back in the entire year. I got honor roll and I graduated that following year. And so I think, I think that really laid out like a floor or like a blueprint for being motivated, self-motivated for like my adult years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because then after that, it was like, you know, I kind of springboarded into, um, you know, signing myself up for culinary school, doing all that stuff. Uh, I have an older brother, a couple years older than me. I have a younger sister who's just a couple years younger than me. I'm the only one so far, not that this is a gauge of where you're at in life, but I just got to it. Like when I got motivated, I just got motivated. I was ready to just run headfirst into the world. And uh, I'm the only one that's married. I'm the only one that has a kid. I'm the only one that's in like a, a career path that like I'm staying, you know, I'm, I'm, that's my career path. And so I really think that my mom and dad just kind of pushing me into that sure. and saying like, listen, you owe this to you. You don't owe this to anybody else. Yeah. You owe this to you. Um, that really kind of opened my eyes to being like, you know what? I do have to, I have to do better for myself. And yeah. so even, so then sticking it through graduation showed me, Hey man, like if I actually try, I could have been doing this all this time. Yeah. yeah. So going forward from here, if I really try, like I, I'm capable of, of doing some stuff like, you know? And so it just really helped me get motivated to, um, to run headfirst into things other than just kind of letting life happen to me. So yeah, was, I mean, that's huge. That's kind of, that's kind of what we're talking about today. <clears throat> um, you know, we're talking about children's growth. We're talking about a father's involvement. We're talking about the marriage of these two things and how they all kind of come together to benefit our children, you know? And uh, self-worth, I think, Rich, you hit on it pretty well. Self-worth is so important. Mm-hmm. And our goal as parents, as fathers, is, uh, is to instill self-worth in our children. Mm-hmm. You know, when your mom came to you and was like, hey, listen, you owe this to yourself, yeah. You know, you're, you're better than this. You can do this. You're great. You're strong. You can whatever, you know, self-worth is so important for us to instill that into our kids because we, if we set them goals and we lay out some things for them to accomplish, but they don't have that, you know, vision of themselves being able to do that mm-hmm. and being able to accomplish things and being able to succeed, then those goals are never going to be met. Yeah. And you know, we're going to be disappointed. They're going to be disappointed. And so it's super important. I know, um, I may have mentioned this before in one of our episodes or whatever. Uh, Dr. Meg Meekers wrote a book called Strong Daughters, Strong Fathers. I talk about it all the time. It is such a gem. It is so, so important. And uh, it talks about mainly dads raising daughters, but I think it's applicable to boys too because I have three boys and a girl, and I use it with all of them. But I I consistently tell them how strong they are. I Mm -hmm. consistently tell them how brave and courageous and how they're pioneers and how they're trailblazers. And I mean, these kids, they're in... My kids are in, what, kindergarten, preschool, second grade. I mean, they're not trailblazing anything. They're not pioneering mm-hmm. anything at this stage mm-hmm. in their life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's super important that from a very young age, they believe in themselves. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. putting that in front of them. Exactly. So they, so they, like, live into it. Exactly. So when that does come up later in life, they can say, wait a second. 
I'm brave. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be scared about this. Mm-hmm. I'm courageous. I'm smart. I'm funny. I don't have to be intimidated. I don't have to be insecure about these things. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's super important for us as parents in the growth and development of our children to um, you know, instill in them that self-worth so that they can accomplish the goals that are necessary for them to accomplish and the things that they're setting out to achieve. Yeah, I think... I think self-worth is a, is, is a bigger thing than a lot of times we give credit to, you know? Um, it's easy to kind of let a, let a kid uh, wander into areas where they're just naturally good and then affirm them in those areas yeah. rather than trying to give them a, a, a holistic view of, like, what it looks like to uh, believe in yourself and to try new things mm-hmm. and put your mind to things even if you fail at it. Yep. And, um, like, man, like... As I've said before, too, like I work with teenagers and I see kind of years down the road the results of not giving kids a lot of self-worth or not pouring into kids when they're in those those uh, uh, like sponge years where they're soaking all this in and they're really building their foundation of like self-identity and self-worth. And when there's a, 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 a an emptiness or like a void in that, that confidence or that uh, uh, just like yeah, confidence of believing that you can do things or believing that you, you know, you're, you're better than settling or you're whatever it is when that's not there, um, man, like they'll turn to anything to fill that void. That's true. You know what I mean? It creates this vacuum and then now you're just searching for affirmation and you're not confident in it. You're not whatever it is. You're just looking for something to make you feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. So really like we, we owe it to our kids to pour that into them now at an early mm-hmm. age so that way it doesn't create that vacuum effect where they're just reaching for whatever gives them that because, yeah, they might find things like sports or, you know, friends who kind of pick them up and encourage yeah. them and, and good influences, but a lot of times uh, it's dangerous because they don't reach for good things. No, you're you know? absolutely right, and I think it's ultra important as well not only to instill them, instill these things on the forefront and be proactive um, as far as laying out what we, who we want them to be and instilling those values into them from a very young age. I, I think it's important to be proactive, but I think it's equally important to be in control of our reactive responses because there are going to be times when our kids don't meet our expectations. There's yeah. going to be times when our kids don't meet the goals that we set out for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's very important for us to respond the right way. Sure. To understand that our job is a job of, of coaching, a job of leading, a job of guiding. Yeah. And um, because the reality is kids will start to anticipate the way that we're going to respond mm-hmm. to them meeting goals or not meeting goals. Yeah. And when they don't meet their goals, if we respond with a snapback, a, you know, a, a yell, a whatever, yeah. very abrasive, very negative, very shaming, very whatever, if we respond that way, that's going to cause distance between them and us. There's mm-hmm. going to be a chasm there where they're not going to want to open up to us about their feelings. They're mm-hmm. not going to want to open us up to us about failing or succeeding in their goals. And, you know, it's going to create a chasm between us. And so it's very important for us to not only be proactive in instilling self-worth in our kids, but to also gauge and guide our reactions yeah. to our kids. Leaving space for them to grow yes. and learn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, that's, that's super important for us um, as dads is to instill that self-worth and to be able to accomplish those goals. Now, for us to be sort of, you know, the best dads that we can be and, and to, to instill these things, it's going to require us to take a more proactive role in their lives. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? For it, sure. It's not about just letting mom run the show. It's not about just checking out and say, oh, when it's time to have fun, I'll come in. When it's time to wrestle, I'll come in and wrestle, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's important for us to dads, for, for us to be able to instill these, you know, these, this self-worth in order to instill these goals into our children. You know, it, it's going to require us doing some things that don't, maybe not come very natural to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of guys... I mean, if we're being honest, a lot of guys are not the nurturers in the relationships. Mm-hmm. Like in our marriage relationship, in our family relationship, nurturing is, is not the, it doesn't come natural to, to many of us if yeah. we're just being honest. You know, yeah. some guys are the nurturers. I, like in my family, my relationship with my wife and our kids, mm-hmm. I'm more nurturing mm-hmm. than my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, my love language is physical touch and all that stuff. So I'm the one cuddling my kids. I'm the one kissing them and tucking them in bed at night and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm more nurturing than my wife, but that's not typical. Yeah, I was gonna say for me, you got, I mean, it depends on the day. Yeah, like, like you know, <laughs> yeah, there might be that day where I'm like, oh, yeah, like that today. That yeah. was me, you yeah. know. Today, my 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 daughter was. Is that why your voice is cracking so much? <laughs> that was six, by the way. <laughs> I'm keeping track. That was six. I'm we're on it. Um, but <clears throat> I'm gonna start talking like Jaw Rule in a minute. But um, but um, it's murder. Don't that, do yeah, it. murder. <laughs> but uh, today was uh, today was one of those days. My daughter was just tired, and she was swimming. She had a birthday party to go to, so she's tired, but she's fighting sleep, and so she's acting out, whatever. <laughs> Pretty sure my wife was tired, and she was fighting sleep, so she was kind of acting kinda out. Acting and out. so they were they were they yeah. were both getting at each other, you know. Oh. And so I had to kind of step in and be like, "Hey, come on, like light, lighten up a little bit," you know. And like, cool. And, 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 Are you talking about my house tonight, or are you talking about your house tonight? Because <laughs> my oldest and my wife. Same Are thing, they? dude. Yeah. They were yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Let's chill out. I had to like, here. and then I had to like grab her and be yeah. like, hey, my Is daughter. And I was gonna say, what, what, which one? I had to grab, yeah, I had to grab her, <laughs> my daughter, and go, hey, you know, it's, it's all right, you know, and then yeah. she, she's cool, but then I had to like tell my wife, like, come on, you know, she, you know, she's tired, you're <laughs> tired, you know, it's, like, everybody's tired, you know, let's all just go to bed. <laughs> but then, there, but then there's days where, it's, it's flipped where my yeah. wife has to has to tell me that because we'll be we'll be out in the middle of the store somewhere you know and I will be darned if <laughs> I'm one of those Walmart parents you know what I mean like no mm-hmm. no shots at anybody for that but you know like if you know if we're in the middle of Walmart and my kids want break dancing in the middle of the floor throwing a fit. No, it's not gonna happen. So you know, I will be darned. I will be darned, sir. And so I, I, you know, like she was popping off like that or whatever. Like in in if if she does, um, there's been many a time, and I'll be like, you know, I just. I just blow it. I'm like, get over here. No. You know, and you she start growling. Yeah, you start, I start growling. My teeth don't my teeth don't move, but all the words come out clear. And uh, I tur- I pretty much turn into Chief Bogo off of uh, yeah, Zootopia. Yeah. Let it go. And so uh it turn into yeah. a ventriloquist. Yeah, it gets crazy. So uh but yeah, it depends on the day for me. So I like I don't know, like I, Quinn, what would you say you are? Because I'm uh, I don't know. Like it's a hard read. There's times I see Quinn's like that, but then there's times where I'm like, I feel like Quinn is like, you know, girls, you are all independent ladies. And you know what I'm saying? Like he's training. He's training a little, yeah. little, With little Beyonce. Beyonce's Beyonce's Beyonce is in the background while he's giving mm-hmm. his speeches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm raising a little soldier girls. girls. Soldier girls. Yeah, my, my daughters. They are get not, in formation. They, you. they start oh, the formation. They don't get in formation. Ooh. Oh. They stay there. Let's go. Listen, I'm not raising little girls that are going to have somebody holding the door for them. They're going to hold the door for other people. Oh, yeah. We don't don't play that game, that damsel 
in distress that like yep. you expect. We do talk about how young men should act. We do talk yeah. about yeah. you know uh, my expectations for like their expectations for for the yeah. men mm-hmm. and the people to come into their lives and oh, how, how they're to oh, be yeah. treated. So yeah, yeah. you know, um, you know, for me, I, I I intentionally try to be a little bit more of a nurturer with my kids because I was raised more so by a single mom, yeah. and so you know I think that's evident sometimes with me because I'm not like I am a hugger, but I'm not a hugger. Like you gotta you mm-hmm. gotta really hug me, yeah. then I hug you back. Yeah, <laughs> but you gotta hug. Like, Are you asking for a hug? Not right now, Rich. No, we will literally so, have thirty seconds of silence. We'll I, come I, I know, group I hug. know you will. <laughs> Don't. All of the listeners will be like, you, where, "Where'd they go?" Sam, you've done it before. So one of my favorite stories of Quinn. Let me just interrupt for just a second. Is we were in a basketball league together. On the same and team? I, I, no, no, we were different teams. Well, okay, different teams because you, were, yeah, you were there with the Greenman group. Yeah, all your Michigan State boys and all yeah. that stuff. You yeah, guys yeah. were in, uh, on one team, and I was on a different team. Yeah, and all got to be pretty bad at basketball, Q, right? <laughs> we <were> decent. <laughs> Q walks in, and it's. The first game of the season, I believe. Yeah, first yeah. time your homeboys have been up here. They yeah. don't know me. No, they none don't of this understand. stuff. No. So they're all standing at the bench, like getting ready, you know, stretching, whatever, you know, being tough, grunting, doing guy stuff. <laughs> I walk over. Grunting. I'm like, I'm like, Q, what up? And I'm like, super boisterous and loud. And I come over and I give him a big old hug. Now he gives me a big old bear hug. A bear hug. But here's the deal. I, like, could, don't I let could you go. Sense his uncomfortability oh. with my hug and me being the oldest child in birth order. Just, I was like, I was, was like a it. shark who you ate smelled blood yep. in the water. You and so because I hug I, Quinn and I, I hold him. I couldn't get my arms because he, he already had get, me. He kind of tried to I get out. <laughs> so I kind of like squeezed, gave him a, pat, a couple back pats, squeezed again, gave him a couple back pats. I was, I was like, like, man, I'm so me. glad you're here tonight. And he, it's like, his, get off me, Sam. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. It was like as red as a stop sign. He was like. Man, these are my boys here. Like, like these like, are my boys. What are you doing? Yeah, he's like in your ear as no, you're hugging. Because you got to like, understand. I'm like, like whispering, I love you, Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what you got to understand he's about going, Sam. So, sleep with your eyes Sam. open. <laughs> Sam can give like gigantic man size hugs, but they're not like a man hug. Like, bro, they're like a real hug. He, he so, knows how to make you feel weird. So <laughs> he'll do that to me sometimes too. And I'm like, yeah, man, I appreciate this and everything. But, yeah, but it's, <laughs> oh, hey, bro. I'm a hugger. Okay, I just so, told you I'm the nurturing one in my family. I really, so I, I really feel I'm you. in front of all my people bringing them in. You know, we the squad. You yeah. know, we got a little <laughs> well, style. It was. And it so, was like that before I could even like <laughs> catch him hugging me and like get my hands out. It was done. He, already had me and I was like uh, it was locked in the record skipped <laughs> so, oh, that's all those boys are looking like and they're like hey you Quinn. know him man I was Who's like yeah that? I know yeah that's, oh my that's Sam so. <laughs> that's Sam don't, don't, no, don't make eye um, contact I'm, I, I intentionally uh, am, I'm very nurturing with my daughters um, in terms of like I make sure I hug them I make sure that I tell them that they're beautiful I make sure that yeah. I hold their hand so I do hold their hand sometimes when I don't need to they well, haven't figured it out yet but well, I mean, what I was going to say whenever yeah. you were saying those things is like yeah. first of all Meg Meekers talks about all that stuff in her book, and it's phenomenal. I, I love that. Another, another I love what you, what you said when you said they don't get into formation. They start the formation. That's yeah, pretty That's, that's pretty huge. Tough. Yeah, and we'll play that game. I love, I, love, I love what you were saying. I wanted to interject there as an addendum is that you talk to them about how guys should act and what that should be like and what that should look like. Yeah. And you're, you're telling them that, but I think what's important for us dads, and I know you do a really good job at this as well, what's important for us dads is to realize is that they're watching us. Yeah. We can tell them all we want, Yeah, but it's on sure. us the way we act, the way we react, the way we treat their moms, mm-hmm. whether we are in the house with their mom or not. 
mm-hmm. the way that we interact with them. Yeah. You know, if it's like a, if it's a separation, if it's a baby mama situation, if it's a mm-hmm. marriage situation, whatever the situation is, the way that we treat their mother. Yeah. They're watching that. I think that, honestly, that's how they're going to expect to be treated by guys. Yeah, you should treat your wife great, your partner great that you live with. But I feel like for the fellows listening who are not with their, their partner, yeah. I think from a business perspective, and hear me out, just from a business perspective, <laughs> business you need to treat her extra nice because you need more from her than I'm probably going to ask for from like my partner, for example. Yeah. Like if I go to my, my wife and I say, hey, uh, so um, I'm going to go out tonight. You want to watch the kids? She might fuss a little bit, but she's going to do it. But like if, you know, if it's your weekend and we don't live together yeah. and you weren't nice to her on Mother's Day and oh, you just dropped yeah, the kid yeah. off and sent the kid in and you didn't That's say the truth. hi. That's the truth. She's not going to do you no favors. That's the truth. So, you take it from a bit. And I mean, we're talking child support, court systems, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. You want to be nice. Yeah. Don't, don't throw that Don't shoot hard. yourself. In the foot and complain yeah. about it. Yeah, because <laughs> right. court ain't no friend from what I hear. <laughs> right. Ain't no friend. Ain't no friend. Friend of the court. So you know, you you gotta understand uh, what the goal is, and the goal is to, to be happy. And you ain't gonna be happy like you know throwing <laughs> oh, no, shade that's true. at, at and the her. Thing, and honestly, it, and it affects the kids too, man. Yeah, they you see know, that. When you're fighting with the with your spouse, or you're fighting with the baby mama, you're fighting with your partner, you're fighting with the mom of your yeah. child. However, you guys are connected. That's impacting your kids. Yes, it is. You know, whether you think it is or not, because the way that, you know, us as men, the way that we treat women, Mm -hmm. that's how our daughters are going to expect men to treat them. Yes. And that's so important for us to instill that self-worth, to instill Mm -hmm. those values, to instill those goals, to make all that stuff happen. Yeah, we talk about goals, too. Um, We need to have goals for the women in our lives, too, in terms of expectations as a role model. Like, we love the women in our lives, but I think it's fair for men to say, like, look, we're raising little people. And like as much as I'm an example of a man, you're an example of a woman, mm-hmm. and they're taking in all of this. Boys too. That's like, you. My wife. You my wife tells me that. that all the time. You know, you guys both have daughters. Yeah. I got three boys. My wife tells me and reminds me consistently. She's saying those boys are learning every day how to be a man from you. Yeah. They're learning how to treat their wives or their their spouses or mm-hmm. their girlfriends or whatever from you. Yeah. The way you treat me, the way you talk to me, the way you respect me, the way that you are chivalrous to me. You ever hit it with the vice versa too? The, uh, um. I mean, I don't want to necessarily Play say nice. that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Double back, double back, <laughs> double back. Thirty-five seconds. Did you see the way I tell you what? I tell you what. I'll do you. I'll do you. Here we go. So I saw you process for three seconds. I have. I have said that to. Yeah. Uh, my partner, yeah. I said, "Hey, like you're an ex- like because yeah. I got hit with the you know you're the example of a man." I'm like, "Well, just keep in mind you're the example of a woman too. Yeah. This is a two way thing. It is. It's very and important. as much as they look to me, I mean, there's just something about it. Like, how did I'm she not take a, that? How did she take it? Yeah, I mean, I ducked. So your voice <laughs> went your voice went high pitched. I mean, so I ducked. how did she t- take it? <laughs> and that wasn't a voice crack. PT, you, you, that, was, that was PTSD yeah, coming through uh, through the voice. Yeah, listen, because I was gonna I, say." I, it might be in how you say it because how I you. A, I have a strong partner. I have a very well, yeah, strong partner. Yeah, but like I think so. you're also in those situations. It might be a little bit less reactionary because I, I try to say the same kind of stuff, but I, it doesn't come out the same way. So it'll be something How's like it this. Come out? How's it'll it come be something out? like this. We'll be driving in the car, <laughs> and she'll be like, you know, she'll say. She'll when Rick say starts laughing like, at the beginning of his story, <laughs> I know it's going to be a good story. <laughs> well, no, it's, just, it's a true story, but like it happens all the time too. We'll be driving in the car, and uh, you know, my wife will say, you know, she'll throw like a, a side dig at me that uh, Olivia doesn't get, and uh, then I'll come back with, you know, another side dig back or whatever that Olivia doesn't get, and then car, you know, she'll go. Uh, you know, she's she's 
she's watching you. You know, she's. This is how guys are going to treat you. Know, blah blah blah. And and so now we're at the part of the story where I could choose to be eloquent with my speech like you, <laughs> but instead it usually comes out something like. Don't don't worry about me. Why don't you worry about you? No. After you start figuring out what you're doing, then you can hold me to it. To, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that's and called escalating, not de-escalating. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning, man. That's why this yeah. material is good because it works for all of us. But I was gonna Isn't say, that the truth? Uh, again, this is great because one of my personal goals for myself is is what we just said: play nice. Yeah. You know what the ultimate Listen, goal? Don't do that. My ultimate goal Listen, is to, to, to stay out of the way of the. Chunk which means when you have a, a Spanish lady, as I do, they throw flip flops and flats very well. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not trying to get hit. So all I have to say is this, though: as he's, holding point, the, he's holding the Penn Station cookie. He's, I'm, I'm, he's using the Penn Station cookie as a pointer to point at me right now. <laughs> all I have to say is this: in any relationship, let's be honest. In any relationship with with, with you with whoever you're with, comes a point where it's you versus them. I mean, if that's how you choose to think, but if you do, just get prepared to lose all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like losing. As so long I as you avoid. enter the conversation knowing that you're wrong, yeah. then, then it's going to be a good conversation. I, I like to think yes. about my my uh, tactics, my debate. We'll call it a, de- a debate. I like to <laughs> think of my, de- debate, my de- again depends on the day. She, she lets you think it is. Yeah, <laughs> she, like, she, she yeah. I like to think about it kind of like I'm flying the jet on Black Panther. Okay. okay. I just hit that okay. stealth button, and okay. I'm still there. <laughs> I know I'm still there, <laughs> but she's not detecting everything that's going on. Okay. You feel me? So that's, okay. that's my new tactic because I'm not, okay. you know, I got to, you know, it's avoidance. Yeah. But it's there. So... Wakanda forever. <laughs> so the, my the listeners can be better. The listeners can be I very guess. rest, very assured that our wives probably don't listen to this. So we're okay. Uh, <laughs> mind us, one hundred percent. You in trouble? <laughs> So my goal is to be a better husband. There you go. And a better partner. This is yeah. the point. This but the it's point very where easy because your wife is so great. She is. This she's is the point where she pauses it and she looks you dead in the face and goes, "You know, you never win." <laughs> okay. So helping our, our our children, goals, um, self worth, school is part of that. You know, school is is part of the conversation. School is something that's super important. I mean, you know. Think about it. Our kids spend what eight hours a day in school, yeah. five days a week. They're spending what forty like hours, five a hours a week. Bud. Well, yeah, huh? Feels like five hours a week. Yeah, bud. but it's yeah. like they're there forty hours a week. You know, for eighteen years, mm-hmm. school's super important in the rearing of our children. Well, and the crazy thing is, with before school programs and after school programs, it's probably even more depending than that. on yeah. parents' jobs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, life situations. They're, they're there might be weeks and times that certain parents have less time in front of their kids than a teacher does. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. the times you do get in front of your kids yeah. are incredibly important. And so it's very important for us to partner with our children in their schooling. Yeah. It's very impar- important for us to partner with them in, in instilling their self-worth, instilling goals and, and helping them to develop and be you know, great little humans and who grow up to be great big humans. You know? yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very important for us to get super involved in their school any way that we can. Now, mm-hmm. I know... Um, you know, for some, it's easier than others, depending on work situations. You know, I have a, 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 an acquaintance who works from 2 p.m. to 9, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. That's really difficult to be involved in your kid's school. That's They're prime after time. school. Huh? Yeah, that's prime time. Yeah. I mean, that 2 you, to 9, man. That's, that's, that's tough, man. You're that's when your kid gets out of school and yeah. then you get home there in bed. Yeah. So you, you know, miss all hard. the after school. So, so, so obviously, 
it's easier for some than others. Mm. You know what I mean? Some people have more flexibility in their, in their work situation than others do. Sure. But I think it's super important for us to kind of comment and talk about for a few minutes here of ways that we could potentially be involved in our kids' schooling and how we can help make that better, how we can be a part of that, because that's so important to partner with the schools to raise our children, to make education important, to make learning sure. important, to make it fun, to make it something that our kids desire to do, that our kids desire to be a part of. Quinn, sure. Quinn is really, I mean, just in talking to, to Quinn, I know that he has a lot of great stuff that he does about or with does goals. with this stuff, yeah, yeah with, with goals. With, with and, his and girls. The, even the way I think in our discipline session, we talked about discipline. The way that you discipline is an educational. Yeah, I mean, at the core of it, we talk about. Yeah, I mean, you know, and my wife is getting on board with it too. Um, is understanding like we're not trying to hurt these kids. We're not when you know. I believe like when when I'm stern towards my kids. Whenever I'm like, even if it appears I'm being mean to my kids, I'm trying to help my kids. I love my kids. First of all. Like, I adore my kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I will take a bullet. I will squeeze a bullet. I will do whatever it takes <laughs> for my kids. Like, seriously. like. But I, you still get the big piece of chicken. No, I would give it. No, I, you did give the big piece of chicken. I would chicken give up. up the big piece of chicken <laughs> just right. you can't oh. sleep in my bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, the bed. Hey, remember? Oh, this is so hard. Oh, because I'm thinking of an awesome video right now. I got just well, finish, right, so, finish your anyway, story no, and I, then remind me, remind me, because I have to so, tell it. I, I, even, I don't get upset. When, like, I don't even care when people look at me and they think that I'm being mean to my kids when being harsh. No, I'm trying to raise productive little people with confidence. And for me, it's okay. Like, I'm, I don't, don't want to totally embarrass them or demean them. But at the same time, like, corrective action sometimes is needed. And it can't wait till we get home into the privacy of where no one can see. Right. Like, you know, right. and sometimes it's even worse because then when they know you aren't going to do anything mm -hmm. and you're going to forget about it, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to get ice cream and then I'm going to go home, mm -hmm. you know, they, they're slick. They're like, Psh. He, he said he going to do something, but he going to do it. So, and, We've seen this before. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think it's important, man. Like, you you know, love is like, you know, just like the, the you know, Sam talks about the book, the, the Bob Goff Love Does book. Yeah, it's You know, huge. love it's is in the doing. It's not in the being. It's in the, you Ooh. know, touching people. It's in the, like, um, smiling at people. It's in the, like, letting stuff slide when people feel like they're getting over on you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's the things that people don't see right that that's love man love isn't just saying like i love you i yeah. mean that i just said that yep. I, I i love you listeners it that, that didn't <laughs> i mean i said it but like love to me is in the doing did y'all so, feel that yeah and i do love you listeners and i hope that my voice carries through like a warm hug on a sunny's day on a sunny's uh, day oh a warm hug on like, a sunny like day. sam meeting you at the basketball court with all mm -hmm. your homies with all your homeboys yeah. your homies. right yeah. in front of the bench and giving you, <laughs> you see his face he looked up to the sky giving he went, you an awkward like, hug. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah just like that. yeah no, no it's not there <laughs> um i think i think it mean i think it's being creative you know what i mean like um, and, and it doesn't take long, you know what I mean? We've heard from some of our friends at uh, Talking is Teaching and, and a couple of other different, uh, uh, with a couple of other different teams and, and programs going on around our city anyway, and I'm sure there's some wherever you're listening if you uh, uh, check those out. But, um, man, it doesn't, it doesn't take a whole lot of time anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. There's, there's different exercises, different things you can do to really invest in those things and become a part of those things by just establishing routines. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, we, me and my daughter just started practicing. So, um, sorry, let me caveat that with knowing and being involved enough already from Jump Street in knowing what your child is currently learning. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, talking with the teachers. I was going to say, that's a simple email. Yeah. Talking with email, the teachers. Email the teacher. If you're not able to talk to the teacher, you're not able to get there for that because you got to work, whatever. Yeah. Simple email. Hey, email. what are they learning right now? What a lot, unit lot of are they teacher, in? A lot of teachers now, like uh, at the school uh, my daughter currently goes to, they have an app that you can download um, that's part of like their their school yeah. program. Okay, that was crazy. that was seven. That was another voice crack. That was seven. Um, <laughs> How are you noticing it when you're doing it? Because like you're I don't, not noticing it. It's not like I, bother me. I, like, sorry, I'm, I'm enjoying it's, it. It's prepubescent rich. I'm enjoying it's, it. It's, this is weird. Um, sure. But um, uh, we can get right on the app and communicate with the teacher in real time. And like if they go out to play, you know, to play or whatever, mm-hmm. and something cool happens, the teacher literally updates it in my child's like profile on there. Olivia did this today. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's cool. That it happens cool. in real time. That is cool. So having a conversation with the teacher mm-hmm. and figuring out what your child is learning uh, currently and then reinforcing that. You know what I mean? And so right yeah. now uh, we get like reports with what my daughter, you know, is really good at and what, what she's currently like you know, needing more work in and uh, her, where she needs more work is learning how to write uh, her numbers down. She can count them all up, but she can't write them all. And so I noticed, I asked her the other day, and so here's where, where I'm tying it in. I asked her the other day, since I know she's working on and I talked to the teacher, I just called her called her over to me out of nowhere and said, hey, you know, I had a piece of paper, I had a pencil, and I said, hey, uh, write, write your numbers for me, write one through five, you know, and so she had one good, she had two good, but three, four, and five, she wrote the right way, but she wrote them backwards, like mm-hmm. mirror flipped. Like an S instead of a five. Right, exactly, yeah. and so, um, uh, so I just took, I took the pencil back from her, and I said, okay, I'm going to draw them right here, one, two, three, four, five, and then I drew a rectangle underneath, and I said, because uh, we're trying to get them all the same size now, too. And so yeah. I drew a rectangle the size I wanted to fit them in, mm-hmm. and I said, you have my example there. Now you, you write one through five here. And she mm-hmm. did it, and she messed up on, like, four and five. Then I did it again, drew another rectangle. She did it, messed up, you know, on, like, the five. Then, you know, and we did it, like, three, four times, but then she started really getting it to where now she's writing one, two, three, four, five all by herself the right way finally because I literally, it didn't take me any more than 10 minutes tops right. mm-hmm. to do that little exercise with her and now I could call her over and ask her to do it and she'll write them right every single time. The Good. thing is, you know what I mean? the fact and that it so, took that short amount of time, if you don't live with your daughter, you don't mm-hmm. live with your kids, mm-hmm. but you see them, you have visitation, you, they, sure. you hang out, whatever, yeah. you can do that while you're waiting on your food at Big Boy. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. Or you can do that yeah. while you're waiting on your food at Taco Bell or whatever yep. it is yeah. on the back of the menu. Yeah. There's a lot of easy ways to do it. And, but if you are, I know there's some listeners out there who are probably in the place where you don't even live in the same city, the same state. Yeah. You don't see your kids very often at all. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things you can do, especially with the use of technology. FaceTime yeah. your kids. Make a goal. If you're busy, whatever, FaceTime them twice a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, hey, ask simple, basic questions. How's, hey, yeah, how's how school going? They say, good. Because I do this with my kids every day when we come home from school. I'm like, how's school today? They're like, Good. And I'm like, okay, tell me about it. They're like, what'd you learn? Nothing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. So I have to ask more leading questions than just yeah. the basic generic. I ask just certain things to get a gauge on it. Hey, what are you learning in math right now? Mm-hmm. What did you learn today about math? Mm-hmm. Hey, who did you sit by at lunch today? Yeah. Because then that tells me, you know, I, here's something cool. My oldest kid, uh, I ask these questions. I ask, who, do you, who did you hang out with at lunch today? Who did you sit by at lunch? What did you eat for lunch? Mm-hmm. Things that they want, that they can easily flowingly talk about, and then that mm-hmm. opens the door for, you know, the intellectual discussions yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but I asked my son the other day, I said, who did you eat lunch with today? And he named this kid who is a special needs kid. And I was like, oh, cool. So you had him on one side. Who's on the other side of you? And he was like, nobody. It was just us. Mm. And I was like, huh? And he said, yeah. So this kid has, like, sensory uh, development issues, and so he has to eat in a room by himself. And oh. so... My oldest son volunteered to sit with him in that room and eat lunch with him. Wow. So That's he didn't have to eat cool. by himself. Wow. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. I'm like in the car almost crying. He didn't volunteer that information. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You know, because yeah. it was just like so touching. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. I said, did your teacher ask you to do He's like, no, I just, you know, I, he, he, I didn't want him to sit by himself. And I was like, those are I was the like, best moments oh when your kid's just a good person. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm you're doing like, something right. yes, it's working. Yeah. But, that, but, it's, but that's, that's one of those things that yeah. I wouldn't have known. He would have never told me yeah. that. But I had to pry. I had to be intentional. And so it's important for dads to be intentional with their kids. It's important to yeah. be involved, to partner in that sort of thing. Well, and, and a lot of times if you don't, have the right have the right questions to ask um like me we'll we'll go out to eat we'll do like daddy daughter dates and a lot of times kids don't know how to verbalize which is kind of i think what the deal was with your son they don't know how to verbalize hey today i volunteered to to that's eight there it is eight eight. voice cracks the the title of this podcast or this episode is going to be like voice crack city but um Um, Little Richie you know, they Vic. Don't, they don't know how to. They don't know how to verbalize that or put that into to words to tell you that's the scenario that happened. So you have to ask the right questions to get them to tell that story. But um, now, like on Google, like when we got to eat or whatever, I'll literally hop on Google and be like, you know, uh, list of you know the best twenty questions to ask a five year old or whatever. Yeah. And they'll literally like Pinterest house them. Yeah, Pinterest house them. That's cool. Different websites have them. You can literally just click on it, like it'll bring up search results like anything else. And it just has like a list. And so I screenshot like three or four different lists of these questions. And when we do our daddy daughter dates or have, you know, our time just me and her without uh without, you know, her mom around, um, we'll I'll ask her some of these questions. We'll have general conversation yeah. and, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll talk, we'll joke, we'll mess around. But then I'll just kind of lead into that conversation and I'll just, I'll legit just pull up that list and open my phone, pull up that list and I'll just go down the list. I'll say, hey. And what was really cool is that I wrote down her answers one time. I asked her the questions and I wrote her answers in like my notepad on the phone. And then when, when, I, when I saw her mom again, I was mm-hmm. able to like be like, man, this was so cool. So I asked her this question mm-hmm. and this is what she said. And I asked her that question and this is what she said. And then I can go back to it. And if I ask those questions again, I can see how her, her, her perspective response. is changing sure. because her answers change. And so there's a lot of cool things you can do. And that's right on Google. Take you, you know. 30 seconds to search it'll take you five minutes to go through those questions you know what i mean maybe seven if you're writing the answers but and it blows their mind too yeah. by the way because the thing i do with my daughters my, like you talked about the teachers my daughter doesn't realize that like we get email updates yeah about things that they yeah. have going she on in school and stuff yeah. yeah so like i'll be like you know when sam talked about saying so how's your day what'd you learn about and she'd be like nothing and i'll be like oh yeah so did you uh, learn about how mars is red and why you know what planet it is from the sun and mm-hmm. she'll be like how did you know that well, yeah. About that. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Same deal. Same awesome. deal. So it just kind of, you know, it just kind of opens up the Pandora box. She's like, you know about that? And I was like, yeah. So I heard you guys had an issue with somebody and, you know, somebody had an issue keeping their hands to themselves. She'd be like, yeah, but we talked about how it's important to keep your hands to yourself and be safe. So, you know, just... You know, just like with the questions, it's a mm-hmm. it's a good opportunity. Uh, kids are like Pandora's box, man. You know, to be quite honest, man. Sometimes once you get them going, like they won't stop. They'll yeah. tell you everything. In yeah. fact, I yeah. got I'm working with my daughter now to like not have to like put all our dirty laundry out in the street mm-hmm. because she'd be like, "Mommy and Daddy were arguing earlier today, but it's okay. They made up. <laughs> it was all good." It's like, hey, hey, do you, you just say, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah. 
Dad was arguing about the water bill, and I don't know why, but... <laughs> so, What's a water bill? I thought water's free. <laughs> yeah, right, for real. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> kids, you know, I think if you just make the effort and you just leave it open, and I think, you know, you have yeah. the open-ended questions, yeah. but yeah, you know, to Sam's point, you make it about their world, not about Absolutely. your world. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you you know, you help them to understand boundaries, too, like, and, and that makes it easier for you. It's easier for you to say to your kid, look, hey, dad needs a moment, when you actually, on an other side, take a moment to ask them about their day like uh, I was uh, cooking and my daughter wanted me to go play with her but I was like in the middle of cooking and like I didn't feel like um, a total jerk for like not playing with her because I was like hey listen babe I, my hand I was grilling some food on the grill I was, yeah, yeah. I was making some I got this new uh, thing for my grill and I was in the middle of it I was like sweetheart daddy's hands are all dirty right now I, I got the <laughs> fire going outside sweetheart I can't do it right now I'll play Sorry, with you in a minute baby. daddy's cooking yeah, <laughs> yeah. listen grilling Lego season is my time Daddy's cake. Grill, oh. It's grilling season. All I need is a new smoker. I want a new smoker for Father's Day. I kind of ruined the last one. That was the raw hamburger hitting the grill right there. Yeah. That's good. I, I still, I still got to cook again for Sam. I made him a raw burger. He hasn't <laughs> ate my food since. So. I, was like, I was like, man, Quinn, this, this, this is delicious. This, I love this. <laughs> It's it was, like bleeding it was a, all over my. It's like blood's dripping down my chin as oh I'm chewing. Oh my! No, I'm kidding. It was a. I'm not you know, lie. I, I'm, I'm good with it like that. <laughs> it, it was dark and it was a bunch of people in my house and yeah. I had a new grill and I just felt, I, I feel bad. Like I don't, I'm never, I don't listen to any of the listeners who ever come to my house. If you ever eat my food, I don't want you to pretend like my food. I want you was, to It was like one real. of the first couple times we had hung out and so I was like, I mean, that's cool. I was like, cool. Oh, cool. I mean, Quinn never cooked for me, so. And I was like, well, cool, hey, you, you're a superstar, but I, I'll plenty, invite you over. Plenty of burgers or not, or <laughs> bloody burgers or not. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll make some burgers for you, but I can't see, you're, you're the pro, so. I don't know about yeah, that. Captain Culinary School over here, man. Oh, you got to watch out what you make for him. But my so I've changed his life every time I've cooked for him, I know that. Really? He'd never cook for me. Oh, oh, there whatever, you go. Whatever, man. You had my burritos, and it changed your life. <laughs> your burritos. Yeah, burritos. My burritos are so good. The dude. only thing I've, I, that he's done I've never seen before is where I think you mix the refried beans with the beef. Dude. Weird. Pro. I, will I tell mean, you it wasn't bad. You know, tell me about it. Bad. Tell me if you don't to put a whole stick of butter in your refried beans. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat refried beans. <laughs> One dish I will tell you that I do appreciate from his house. Just come to my house twice. He or they make a mean chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. Mm. They got Never that locked down. Chicken like, pot pie is one of my most we, favorite things. We literally only give it ever. to people we love. Listen, well, and they literally and put like, initials on it. A lot. We did. Did we put? A, we put like yeah. <laughs> they, he said and like. <laughs> We're looking at people we love and like only. He put a caveat on there. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, we've had and it and it's one. had like, I think, I don't know if it had a heart, but it it just like. Yeah, it was good. And it was fire. Like, it wasn't like, you know, like sometimes you get it and you're like, oh, they made it cute. Let me Stouffers. just say it. I was oh. like, I wrote a message oh, back. Stouffers. I sent a picture back, actually. <laughs> yeah, you did. Of like, of like the empty dish. Like, of it being half That gone. was so good. Because <laughs> I wanted them to recognize like. Wait, wait, okay. Just one question on the, on the Popeye. Yeah. What kind of baking. Which way was it in? We do it in like a Pyrex. Like okay. A, like a, All right, no, okay, I'm just checking. Like a, gla- say, if glass it's like kind a of deal. cardboard, you know, black in color, whatever. You're, <laughs> Hashtag Stouffers. You went straight, straight. <laughs> no. But yeah. so here's what Stouffers. I do. No, it's in like a Pyrex thing. Well, sometimes What's her name? We, Aunt Jemima. Yeah, we make it from stra- scratch. That junk's. That's Eddie good. Crocker. Kayla uh, hates this about me. My, my wife hates this about me. 
I uh, when we like take food to people, like when there's something happening, we take food to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Like normally, it's a part of like other people taking food, and like my wife, she pretends she pretends like she doesn't like it. I always take pizza to the people, <laughs> and she feels like it's such like an insult. But I'm like, no, listen, everyone else is making them home cooked food. Yeah, yep. they yep. appreciate when I roll up yep. with like two pizzas, yeah. a salad, yeah. only and if you a bought pop. Papa John's or Jets. Yeah. Well, so way. we so we we did that recently. Someone in our church had a baby, and we all did meals. And my wife and I had Valentine's you, you Day. You can't take my idea. Well, we did because it was Valentine's Day, oh, and man. Jets was doing the heart-shaped pizzas. And so oh, we got him a couple heart-shaped pizzas and took them over good. there because it was like, you know. Whatever. I think the most least impact thing I've done in that scenario is I've actually <laughs> realized that it was my turn, like, you know, on the sign-up to Food's to due in like five minutes. Yeah, and uh, I, I called a Chinese takeout place and gave them their address, so they dropped the Chinese <laughs> food off <laughs> at their house. <laughs> I, I, I ordered them Chinese food, just like a, an assortment of things. Yeah. Doubled up on the egg rolls, of course, and the spring rolls in case they they like the veggie. I mean, you, you gotta know? do it right if you go. And yeah. and I was like, yeah, here's their address. Just you know, drop it off. And then yeah. I called back the store and like you know, in like 45 minutes, it was like, y'all do it. They were like, <laughs> yeah, we got it. I was like, all right, good work, good work. Dodge so, the bullet. So so wrap it up. You know, talking about children's growth, talking about goals, talking about food, uh, food, talking about. Um, you know, self-worth, involvement in our kids and all that stuff. Um, what's one final, like, closing thought to give to, the, to, our, to our fellow dads who are, you know, maybe in certain situations that make it really difficult to be involved? What's some encouraging things that we can leave everybody with? Man, I would just say, words of Shia LaBeouf, just do it. Yeah. You know? Don't let your dreams be dreams. You know? Yesterday you said tomorrow, so just do it. That's all from Shia. Um, no, I, Shia. I, I'm still yet to see that. You we're haven't seen that video? It. We're that's watching good. it tonight. Um, but um, no, like legit, in a way, that's kind of powerful stuff. I would say don't, don't think about how you want to implement some of these things. Just do it, you know? If, if you're listening to this right now and, you know, you think some of this could be helpful, then when, then, then when you see your kid tonight or if you FaceTime your kid tonight or, or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, make, tomorrow make it a, this weekend yeah, or next week, make or whatever. it make it a personal note. You know, set set a reminder. Whatever you got to do, um, you know what I mean. Do what you got to do to start implementing some of this stuff in an immediate sense. Yeah, because it really will start to apply and work in an immediate sense as soon as you start doing it. Doesn't have to be hard. Google's your friend, and um, yeah. you know, yeah. time doesn't have to be your enemy. You can do exercises that take, you know, two to five minutes, five to ten minutes. You know, if that's all you got, um, but make the time that you have work for you and be creative with it. Yeah, man. So that's it. Follow off of that I had two things uh, The first thing I'm going to just steal A little bit from Will Smith Look it up He has a video about failing uh, Do not be afraid To set a goal and fail Do not be afraid To set that goal To FaceTime and fail Now I'm not saying mm-hmm. Be a bum and just don't do it I'm saying Don't be afraid to fail often mm-hmm. And to fail hard And to learn lessons Oftentimes we figure And feel like we have to be This finished product When in reality No you don't You can learn as you go You can grow Life is about growth Life yeah. is about maturing it's about retrospect you can never learn if you never try and i mean not too many of us come out as finished products i mean there's some prodigies but at the same time you know it's all about luck is only preparation meets opportunity and you can never be prepared if you never try so just don't um be afraid to fail yep and uh, stay focused yep. on the things at hand and the other thing i was going to say with that is to set small goals and don't don't set don't be afraid to label a small goal and just like to give yourself a victory because yeah. you yeah. take a, i mean in Momentum. life 
yeah, we take a lot of losses, and we'll we'll, we'll even give ourselves a loss. Take mm-hmm. a couple W's, you yeah. know. Give make a make an easy easy bucket. Do it like you used to do with the uh, paper when you put it in the basket. You take the the thirty footer and you miss. Then you take the twenty footer and you miss. And then you take the the ten footer <laughs> and, and dunk that baby. Yeah, literally, <laughs> walk away with a W and dunk yeah. it. Yeah. And then eventually you walk up and you do a you do a behind the back three sixty slam dunk on the yeah. trash can. And you get that W. You will not be denied. So don't allow yourself yeah. to be denied in life. You know, maybe your W is like you just weren't grumpy in the morning for once. Take that W. Yep. So I th- um, adding just adding to to the to the failure thing. Um, a guy that we listen to is kind of like a leadership guy. Says um, says this um, where you know the popular saying is failure is not an option. He says, failure is not an option. Failure is a necessity. In order to grow and to go you know, where you want to go in life, you can't see failure as being not an option because then when you fail, you take it hard. You got to see failure as a necessity. So when it happens, you know that it's part of the process in making you better. So. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's huge. And I think, I think my main takeaway is, is uh, from the great philosopher... Um, here we go. From the movie What About Bob? There we go. <laughs> Where he's, he talks about baby steps. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Baby step around the office. Honestly, it's just like, yeah, baby steps, man. If, if it's, for some of you guys, it's going to be. What a good movie. It is such a good movie. When he's, my favorite scene is when they're eating the food and he's like, yeah. Mmm. There's chicken. Oh, yeah. There's it's just, chicken. Oh. oh. But, um, you know, baby steps, man. It is, for some of you guys, it's going to be sending one text message next week. Yep. To your kid that you don't see very often and just saying, hey, how's school going? How's life going? Yeah. It's going to be something small like that. Some of you guys are going to hear this. You're going to get all amped up and be like, yes, you're going to do this. And you're going to be FaceTiming your kid every night, tucking them into bed. You know, That's awesome. That's incredible. Yep. But just do whatever you can to be involved. Do whatever mm-hmm. you can to, to instill self-worth in your kids. Do whatever you can to lead them, to guide them, to protect them, to teach them with your words, but even more, teach them with your actions. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. show them the way to go. Lead, guide, and teach through who you are. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. I think that's, that's going to be so powerful. So, uh, yeah, just get out there and do it. Just do it. Shia just LaBeouf. Do it. do it. Do it. Cool. No. Just do it. Cool. Do it. Do it. All right. Nike. Later. Do it. Hey, just wanted to give a quick shout out to our friends that helped me grow Wayne. The Great Start Collaborative Wayne and Everybody Ready Foundation. United Way for Southeastern Michigan and the National Fatherhood Initiative. Boom.